Hi, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to the Dead Baby Bear Podcast. Dead Baby Bear. Long story. (laughs) Kathleen has a dirty table. (laughs) Are we recording? Oh, Oh okay, good. I have a dirty table. Two legs. (laughs) Two legs and a bit of a leaf. I'm growing a bit of a leaf during COVID. (laughs) COVID's over. It, it, It never happened. It happened. As far as I'm concerned. You know what I did today? Uh, I went down a Daryl Mac Facebook wormhole. Because I don't follow him, but I saw some, some, it was a fight between, I don't care about naming names, I don't care about this. Corey Seconder and him were fighting, and it was hilarious, and I'm like, oh, wow. reading it all, and then I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to see what Daryl Mac's up to, and like, all of his like, anti-vax, we're all sheep, and like, uh, it's it's just crazy. He's been hurting the sheeple since, like, well, I mean, the he, 90s or I whatever. I feel like he almost as good, would say that he coined the term sheeple. I swear to God, I, I guarantee you, he's yeah. like, oh, that's my word. Yeah, there weren't many comedians when I was coming up ballsy enough to, like, have on their card um, writer, actor, comedian, thinker. Like, <laughs> not many people would put thinker in there, you know? No degrees. Again, like this is what I always say about comedians. No degrees. No degrees. There are no degrees in here. There are no PhDs in here. There are no thesis. We're lucky if there's a diploma in this room. Oh, (laughs) fuck. And there's all these people like, and then they're all online like, let me tell you the thing, the last bastion of free speech. Like, really? I want some fucking guy who just dropped out of math 13. (laughs) The last bastion of free speech. What, What a waste of free speech it is then. All these uneducated fucking people spouting their dumb nonsense. It's always the people that have like literally no education that are like, free speech! It's just <laughs> Listen people, to the science about just, this. I mean, I've said it before. It's just people who are gifted at writing analogies generally, right? Yeah. Like, they're gifted analogy, you know, but it's not smart. It's not necessarily the greatest. It, you know, like, you should never listen to a comedian and go, Wow, that's a really deep insight. Well, because it has no context. They, they don't know the fucking history of it other than what they read online. Yeah. And then you get into the real dum-dums, like Daryl Mack or whatever, who just <laughs> really think that they've got it all figured out. Yeah. And they're like, I love it. I love making people mad. And, you know, yeah, that's I the thing. Like, I, I just get off on making people mad. Like, Have you ever enjoyed Like, I kind of like it when I make people a little offended. Like, I had a crowd this weekend that was like, being really sensitive to stuff and I was like you guys are like little pussies like look at you I'm just gonna keep going worse for you or like but then I told a joke about peeing on people and they loved it so I couldn't figure that it's hard out. to figure crowds out it's hard but like it's uh but I don't remember what my thought sometimes was sometimes they just want to get peed on there's fucking there's a fucking bird riot happening like that's I don't the know. thing about your neighborhood is even the animals are low income <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like you don't even have decent fucking flying. Yeah, you don't have robins and sparrows no. tweeting. I've got like magpies and crows killing yeah, each got other. Crows and magpies <sighs> fucking dive bombing each other like World War Two. Like this is a low end. I think. Is it, do you think that that's true? That animals gravitate to money. Like if you're oh, an probably. awesome looking blue jay, you're like. I'm not fucking around in this dumb No, area. yeah, we, we've seen a, we saw a blue jay once in this neighborhood. Exactly. They're not here this very is not, often. This, the blue jays are like interwilliger. Yeah, they're interwilliger you town. Know, they're living they're... their fucking rich bird life. <laughs> they're in Wedgwood Crescent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not fucking around with this neighborhood. You no. just got crows killing each other crows for and territory. Mag- like, I guarantee you there is like, I saw it once in my front yard. There was like uh, a bunch of magpies and crows attacking one crow. 
It was really? bad. I, well, I thought they were attacking a cat, so I was really upset, but it was just another bird. And I'm like, I fucking hate these. I hate magpies. I don't love crows, but I, I respect them because they're intelligent. But Birds magpies are, weird are pieces that of way shit. Because like, when they're doing happy songs, mm. we're like, oh, isn't that amazing and beautiful in nature? But this? As soon as they turn aggressive, we're like, shut the fuck up. But that's like know? with anything. Like when pe- people are happy and nice, we like them. But when they get aggressive, we're like, go away. Yeah, Daryl Mack is an angry crow. Yeah, he's an angry he's crow. He's bombing the left. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, I'm going to tell you some facts. Like, that's what I love about it, right? Is it's like, they always say facts, right? Yes. I mean, like, oh, you guys don't like facts. <laughs> like, okay. Facts that you made up? Well, apparently, my, so whatever side of anything you're on, you yeah. just say, oh, well, somebody over there doesn't like facts. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, now you're the winner, I guess, because you're <laughs> fact sheet. You know, like, think about where they get their facts. It's just ridiculous. Off of Facebook. Just a grift zone where they're like, I got a bunch of survival gear now from Teddy, and he knows a lot about the world. I honestly just supplements like anytime you, you you if you went to the, one of those guys' houses, yeah, they would have like some weird supplements. They're ready for the end of the fucking world. They're sort of just like I don't know. They're not religious though. It used to be like you had to be really religious to think the end of the world is coming and yeah. the end times and. Now they're just like, I am a warrior and the end times are near and I'm a war. No, you're not. You're not a fucking warrior. You're not tough. Yeah. You haven't done anything. You're just as much of a pussy as the people you shit on all the time. Yeah. You're not out in the streets fucking doing anything. You know, like they, they may be their maximum is like going to an anti-mask rally. <laughs> but even then they have to do it with other people. They can't just be a solo anti-masker. Well, you were you wanted to go to the anti-mask rally. And the others in the group didn't want to, so no. you didn't go. That's right. Because you were a pussy. Right, because I am a pussy. <laughs> I would not have gone to an anti-mask rally by myself. In case you recognize somebody, right? Yeah. And then you're there trolling, but they're like, hey, another member of the oh, team. Oh, I didn't know you agreed. Oh, wow, another awokener. I was walking. Another person who isn't asleep anymore. <laughs> Before the shows at the coffee shop this weekend, I was like at, at West Edmonton Mall on the Friday, and I was just like walking around the mall, and... Uh, Literally, I was thinking, oh, my God, release the variant. It didn't kill off enough. There's too many people still left. Like, the mall was crawling. And it was, like, just, like, slow walkers. Like, a, slow walkers survived. How? How did yeah. slow walkers survive? They have the least they lung capacity. Died. And slow walkers are still out there. And I like the fact that people were like, I want to get our freedoms back. And so I go to the you, mall. And then you got your freedom back, and now it's just very slow moving because it's busy. Yeah. And you forgot that, oh, this is what freedom feels like, moving oh. slowly in a lineup. Absolutely. I'm like, God, I, I was, love freedom. I was literally thinking this the other day. I'm like, I miss lockdown. Absolutely. <laughs> I miss, I miss when lockdown. I didn't have to face For other sure. people all the time. I love that. No I lineups. miss lockdown. Like, so now people are just in long lines and in traffic jams screaming like, fucking, this is the feeling of freedom. Yeah. Three kilometers an hour. I don't like freedom. Freedom no, is awful. Freedom is slow. Freedom, freedom is, is slow. busy. Freedom is slow. Freedom is sweaty. Freedom is having to talk to other human beings that you really don't want to be around anymore. Like, yeah. And it's uh, now the subjects like are about more than COVID, right? COVID yeah. for a long time was like fucking COVID. Eh? Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Now and we have other it. stuff to now talk about. Now we got to talk about other things, which yeah. is worse. Yeah. Let's just get back to straight COVID talk, where that's all we fucking talk about. What is happening? Jesus. <laughs> Right. Like, we should pause this and go and see if there is, like, an actual animal hurt. And I they're attacking him. there is an like animal an, hurt. And Eugene, Eugene is losing Eugene is on mind. alert. What is going on right now? 
I don't know, man. You know what they say? Like bird, birds like predict stuff. Like when, uh, what? There's some like. Unlike Daryl Mack, birds predict. Because <laughs> they have the real facts. Birds yeah. have facts. <laughs> birds can smell. It's just facts. a bunch of birds yelling facts to each other over there it right really now is. in bird language. That's a Facebook <laughs> fight between. They're birds. just arguing over there. They just keep coming. So how was your um, taping thing? How was it? It was good. I don't know how good the taping was, Jim, but, but there. Like I, I uh, don't have that much like newish because I taped yeah. a little bit before and then like, so I kind of just talked a few stories out and hopefully they were enough to, I don't know, Usable. we'll see. I poor, I, I, poor Jim's like, yeah, we paid someone to come and tape you and you couldn't even fucking write a couple jokes. It is a lot of pressure. There's a sound person. They have all their equipment. Yeah. They have their graphs. There's, th- there's things moving green and red. Yeah. And you're like, this is all for my stuff? Yeah. And I didn't tell anybody I was taping it. And that person is like, this is all for this shit? Yeah. yeah. Like, but they, they don't care. Think about how much garbage they've taped. Oh, I know. Think about your average sound guy and how much nonsense he's had to like make sure the levels are perfect on some fucking horrific song, you know? <laughs> and then she blames them like, oh, I don't think you mixed it right. Like, no, it was you being... Fu- At least we're never going to like contact the sound guy and go... I think the laughs were. What, what, did you? What, did your one of your? I thought there were more laughs. Did there. one of your hoses have a kink in it? <laughs> what worse? Because I feel like my laughs are down. <laughs> That's absolutely uh, not what I'm going to did do. Did one of your sound hoses have a kink? I don't know. I I didn't tell. Did you tell when you taped? You tell the audience that you're taping. Um, I think it was like Carrie Unger was doing songs, and he was like, "Hey, we're taping." Like okay. I didn't. I didn't say anything. Yeah, but yeah. They knew like. I didn't say anything, and then I, Ben's like, do you want me to say I'm like, no. But I kept on, like, jokes wouldn't hit, and I'm like, take that one off. Yeah. And they're like, who is she talking to? What is she doing? Why is she <laughs> talking to that man? Yeah, they just thought that that guy was, like, the weirdest audience member ever. Yeah. Like, he's by yeah. himself, he's got his laptop open, and they're like, well, how come I can't have my laptop? Yeah, I want my laptop. I want to do my work during your set. Fucking little VIP over there with his headset on with his laptop open, pressing buttons. There was a guy that Not came laughing. to both to to Saturday sh- with his Nobody mom. Nobody should do that, should And they? then he came again with like some boy, like guy friends, mm-hmm. and he. Was, I think he wants to do stand up because he kept on coming over and like talking to us afterwards. And um, he was he was nice, but it was a he was a little bit odd because I don't know. He he brought his mom with him, and his his mom was like uh, she had like a couldn't walk well, so she took a lot of. Medicinal marijuana, (laughs) but he kept on like trying to make the jokes about him. It was very awkward. I mean, yeah, it's always like nothing dampens a compliment like uh, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it doesn't matter what walk of life you're in. Like if you're an artist and somebody's like, "Fuck, that's a real great piece of art that you did there." How do you get a gallery to take? You know, because I'm thinking about doing it. It's like, okay, so really, you don't like my fucking artwork. You just want me to like give you an email address. What do you say to people when they're like, "Oh, I want to get up"? Um, I just say, "Yeah, rock on." Yeah, I just say, "Well, do it. Do it. Go ahead. Don't ask my permission. You don't need anyone's permission to do it." I just don't know how to. Yeah, like, so somebody will be like, "Hey, great set tonight. That was good." I think, you know, I think I'm gonna do it. And uh, watching you made me think, "Fuck, is that?" ever anything yeah I, I, think, I feel like watching you is great for anybody people could do to that be like fuck anybody could do that <laughs> if that's comedy some fucking guy in his mid-40s with a notebook <laughs> up there just rambling nonsense 
if he can do it, I can. And I just was wondering if you could give me several emails to people that, you know, it's like, fucking just do it. Just do it. Well, I think, like, most comics, that's all you, you just go. Like, one day you just go and yeah. you either get up or you watch. And I also, like, people that are, like, nervous about it, I'm like, well, come watch some amateur nights. And then you'll get, and then you'll be like, yeah, 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 I want to get up. Because if you see other people doing it. And then you're like, okay, well, I can yeah, do this. You, you have to care about it enough to be like, oh, I'm going to go on nights when I'm not on. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's usually sort of... Well, that you know, doesn't that, happen that as much anymore. That usually determines whether you can make it or not. Is like, are you going to shows that you're not on? Yeah. Ever. That was like when we started, it was like, that's all I did was go to shows. I wasn't on for months and months. Yeah. Like, we never got to do shows. No, you would just be forgotten. If you didn't, you'd be forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, if you... Just like, oh, I just let me know when I'm on yeah. and forget it. Like, but uh, like the thing is, like I've like there were comics hanging out this weekend and they got to do guest spots and stuff and um, and Dino like will watch like that's the one thing I just don't know that they all get like the Dino's an old school comedy club manager like he wants to see people hanging out he wants to see people like showing interest you can't just like go down ask for a spot not get and be like well fuck it i'm never coming back like yeah well it's funny because people will be like oh they always play favorites and it's like well i'm going to tell you who their favorites are yeah. the people who go to the fucking club yeah that's right? who their favorites so, like, are so it's like if you like oh they always play favorites there well yeah. guess how you become a favorite you go and introduce you go yourself and you hang out and you and, and there a bit. you get the balls to talk to dino it's hard to talk to dino yeah, and, you're, and you're not even just that club, anywhere. Yeah. Like, if you want to become, like, oh, they, uh, I get on. They always put the same fucking people on. They're probably the people who go there when they're not on. Yeah. And don't, aren't begging to get on and stay when they're, they don't get a spot. Yeah. Right? That's but. the thing is, like, I just, like, I understand that there are other shows going on and stuff. But, like, I just, like, no, not a lot of people. I, I complain about this all the time, but I just, like, I, I guess because we didn't have like those shows like Yuck Yucks was the only thing you could go to the comedy factory well, we and then the strip TikTok like so I mean there's a lot of people now that are like well I don't really want I don't want to go that route at all yeah I guess you I don't and you don't have to shit. you don't yeah. have to anymore you definitely don't have like to. you don't have to go and do that shitty route that we did <laughs> no you don't have to like just sit in a club and watch a show for 90 yeah. minutes and like just so the manager can walk by once and go oh that fat fucks here yeah. interesting yeah. Like, you know, you're not even, like, engaging with anybody. They're just seeing your face. My favorite is when people are, like, <laughs> they think Dino listens to them. And then they're like, oh, Dino, what did you think? And he's like, oh, <laughs> I wasn't listening. Like, yeah, he doesn't listen to any of us. No, I think he does a little bit. A little because bit. Because if you do something that doesn't work, he'll bring he'll, it up. Oh, yeah. He always so like, oh, okay, up. then yeah. he is listening. A little bit. Because he is saying, Hey, nice try with that fucking material about your dog. <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, that's his way of saying I love you. It is, it is like, it is weird though, because like, I mean, I think comedy club managers are still like in that like old school kind of way of being. Oh my god, I'm gonna goodbye ball. I'm a terrible mother, but I'm hiding his toys. Okay. Um, sometimes you have to. Sometimes you just have to. It's called tough love. I like just like comedy club managers. It's tough love. Like they. I was terrified to talk to Dino for so. I still get scared to talk to him. Well, it's a it's a weird job, right? Yeah. Because everybody else is like focused. If usually if you have a job, you're like you're everybody's focused on you know sort of like oh what is the end game. If you're a comedy club manager, like there's bookers who take care of all the headlining talent. Yeah. That's not your job. Your no. job is to deal with the peons. all of the local, yeah. and it's like that's your job, yeah. and it doesn't pay anything. No, it's not a part of your job that you're actually compensated for. Yeah. Right, so it's just this weird part of your job where it's like, I'm supposed to deal with all these people and figure out who should be on, but 
nobody's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to give you $5,000 to take care of all these people. Yeah. It's just somehow part of your job. So you're always treated with a weird sort of like, hey, can I get blah, blah, blah? And you, th- it, like, when you first get into comedy, you think, oh, this person is being compensated yeah. to sort of deal with all this shit. No, they're not. So they're, they always look at you like, what? Yeah. What? Like, who are you? I have shit to do. I don't get fucking paid to, yeah. I, to know who you are. Yeah. And then half of the people you're dealing with are insane. Just insane people. <laughs> yeah. They're ab- just fucking just, a- just absolutely nuts. And delusional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they get they mad at you if you don't, like, like them. And you could tell them a million times, well, you're not good enough yet. They'll be like, you don't know what's good. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. There's no more, There's no business where mirrors get flipped more often, right? Yeah. Because it's like. You're just like, fucking, I don't know if you're ready. And they're like, what about you, you fucking fat fuck? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I have a dumb joke about bears. Um, but anyway, like, aside from that, you aren't ready to do that. How are you fucking ready? Like, I did it longer. <laughs> My favorite thing this weekend was Alicia was there. Um, she's the local comic. And she was talking. She wanted to do another. She did a weekend. And uh, she wanted to ask for another weekend. And so this is what she said to Dino. She goes, well, remember last time I did a weekend and the headliner got me fired after the first show? And I'm like, well, that's not something you want to bring up to get yourself another weekend. It's not a bad way to do it because then you're like, hey, it I was kinda, funny. I, you kind of owe me four shows here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's like I by saying that, they, that the yeah. headliner hated me so much. But it, was, it wasn't her fault. It was like, when, remember that guy that we worked with that one time? And like, it was me and you at the comic strip and it was him. And he's from, he was from L.A. I can't remember. But he was, uh, he was Mexican. He had a lot of, like, L.A. reference comedy. Oh, and he yeah. just wasn't doing well. And Yeah, he, and he, he was got, very he, blamey, wasn't he? He wanted to, both of us off the shows because right. he was not doing he well. He was very blamey. Yeah, he was blaming you and me because we were yeah. being too dirty off the top. Like, he even was calling you too dirty, and you're not dirty at all. And, yeah, I mean, but... I guess I am, sort of. Well, you have, like, but, you're yeah, more dark not, than dirty. Yeah, no, but, I mean, though, yeah, there's always those weirdos that are, like... It's like, how good are you at comedy that, that you're well, monitoring what, what's happening in the first... Um, who cares Also, I think at do? one point, Dino finally said to him, if you can't follow a local middle and a, a host, I don't know if you should be headlining here. And he got all mad about that. But he he had, he must have yeah, had, like, I a big him. following where he was from, but his jokes were not translating up here. Like, that's like the, that's happened before with some Toronto comedians. Like, they can kill in Toronto. In Toronto, they have, like, great Toronto sets, but they go to, like, a small town or they come out here, and it just doesn't work like their 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 act does not translate anywhere else yeah or sometimes they don't want it to right it's a lot of times they get out here and they're like what the hell i'm in this weird redneck yeah and as soon as you i'm sorry but i don't like any comic that gets all pissy about where they are because i'm like so you shouldn't have taken this gig then if you you don't like most of the time when i see that it's like they blow it up yeah they're the ones that like they do a joke that normally works like you know is an eight out of ten and here it's a seven or a six and as soon as they feel that decrease in volume on a joke they've told a million times, they're like, well, that's how you know you're in Alberta. Fucking yeah. Redneck, goddamn. Bla- uh, and I then can't people, stand that. And then as soon as you do that, yeah. you've lost the crowd. Because everybody who isn't a redneck is like, fuck you, I'm not a redneck. And everybody yeah. who is a redneck is like, well, how the fuck can you not make rednecks laugh? Yeah. I'll you never, know, like, <laughs> I'll never <laughs> understand. Not, and then you listen to them and you're like, most of this material is for rednecks. I yeah. don't know if you know that. But yeah. It's I like, wrote it specifically for you. This joke works better for redneck. Yeah. I don't know why you're shitting on us. Honestly, like, I, I've I've never... I, I always get very annoyed when a comic blames where they are on not doing well. It's it's such a, like, a such yeah. a cop-out. It's just, like... 
even if you're in Vancouver and it's like they're they're a little bit more you know even sort of like though, even that even then it's like no not for you like no but I moved to Vancouver like, and everyone's like you're gonna have to tone it down a bit you're gonna have to chill no, no, out no, no 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 they did they told me that but then I know but that's not true because you're a girl and it's time to hear your thoughts right you're you <laughs> like you're you are a member of sort of a marginalized group where it's like it's it's like brave and gorgeous and amazing in Vancouver that you're doing <laughs> My favorite thing to do. And whatever your thoughts are, are brave and amazing and well, gorgeous. Well, I enjoy calling straight white men brave because it bothers them. They don't they like get, being called brave? I don't think so. I think that they hate it. Like if I was like, oh, it's so, so brave. brave of you to get up on stage here. What a brave thing for you to do. <laughs> like seriously, like that's such well, a I'm backhanded gonna... insult. You're so brave to get up there. Like every, I do this all the time. I'm sure it's getting old, but every People time I'm on People say that to you that you're brave and am- no, but you just said it to me. No, I'm just saying, like, when you're a woman doing comedy in Vancouver and you you can't really say, like, oh, they let me get away with anything. It's like, well, of course they do. Like, it's Vancouver and there's this sense that, like, the time of the white straight male is over. So it's, like, oh, cooler seen, that you're on. I've seen girls that have dirty jokes that aren't very good don't do well. Oh, like, I don't... of course. I'm not saying, oh, of course they like you. Like, of yeah. course you're good. But, like, yeah, it's not, like, you know, there's a little, it's a little different. Yeah. But it went, but honestly, when I moved to Vancouver, I had like people being like, "You're not gonna be able to tell all your jokes." But honestly, people every time I did it, they were like, "Oh, this is fun. This is different. Like it's yeah. all clean comedy out here. This is different. Yeah. Like it's like if everyone did dirty comedy, people would be sick of it. They'd want to hear somebody tell some clean jokes. So some clean dick jokes. Yeah, some clean dick jokes. Penis jokes. They're penis not. They're not jokes. dick jokes. When when you're a clean comic, they're called penis jokes. Yeah, penis <laughs> jokes would be the heading would be like. Um, basically any variation of my wife doesn't blow me right that's yeah. a penis joke where like and you can just you could tour with that and open with it for the rest of your life yeah just any comic just being like well yeah i used to get blowjobs once in a while but uh then i put a ring on it and uh, ah, that, that ended everything yeah. <laughs> no, none of that happens anymore <laughs> let me tell you something i and it's like of course not that's you like know the classic White 90s Classic white, white yeah. 90s white, comedy. Right, yeah. That yeah. is a white 90s, like wearing a wearing a I loose don't tie. Get blown. Like you're eating pussy at the same time. <laughs> like that's the thing that's always forgotten in that mix. Like, I don't yeah. get blown anymore because we're fucking married now. Like, yeah, like you're voraciously eating pussy <laughs> at exactly the same you know, at exactly the same clip <laughs> as you were two weeks into your relationship. <laughs> of course the you know, the fucking pussy eating and the <laughs> balls like licking dies down you can't just keep sucking balls for 10 years no that's a pre-marriage thing to do the guy who just did your taxes now you're gonna fucking you know edge him and suck his balls in the shower that's ridiculous you know so it's like what is your expectation that women are just gonna keep you know just licking ass forever oh god even the ass eating thing of like today that you know when millennials are in their 40s they're not eating 40 year old ass well i don't know some of them are i don't know i i have my ass eating joke and like i i'm like i don't understand like go ahead and do it but but if i admitted that i ate ass in the early 2000s people would call me puma mcgee like it wasn't something to be proud of 
like that yeah. you were an ass but now it's something that they take pride in i well, mean good for them but it's such a trust game right it's sort of like well am i, I hope gonna your ass trust is clean. you that your ass is clean or i mean i have a bidet now so i guess but yeah i guess if if i knew so someone had a bidet and i my ass is edible yeah i do have an edible ass you i can guess put that on tinder i have an <laughs> edible ass i got a bidet go ahead and munch ass well how does ass <laughs> eating work does somebody say can you eat my ass please or does the other person go i'm just going to eat this ass i feel like that's just something that your weird partner will just like just start doing i don't know yeah they'll just start eating ass and then you're you, ha- yeah. you either say yes or no yeah but I, I don't know and i always like hate to be like so disgusted by it because i like i don't want like well you don't like the gay community to think that i like think that their sex is gross or anything i just i personally don't like it i personally would not volunteer my tongue to hit a butthole i right. <laughs> personally which, i mean i don't is, like it being done to me i don't want to do it to someone else which is homophobic it's not homophobic. I know, I'm just kidding, but it's funny that you thought of that. <laughs> well, every time I tell that joke, though. You've never been big on ass. You've never been. Never. Oh, you have gay people that are like, what's wrong with ass I've stuff? always, I, in my head when I do that joke, I always worry that there's going to be somebody in, like a, like a gay person in the crowd that's like, well, what, what's wrong with that? Like, that's what we do, so we must be gross. But I'm like, I just, that's just me getting in my but, head. Yeah, and and has anybody stuff. ever said that? I think maybe once, or maybe once someone said it to me and then it was planted in my head forever. Yeah, that happens. I had a joke where it's like, and I haven't told it since. Yeah. I think it was like I just keep telling maybe it, but I feel four bad. years ago. Yeah. Like some, and that's the thing too, is like, even when you're doing like small town, like redneck, you know, redneck comedy, like um, there'll still be somebody in the audience that will be like, you know, a 21 year old woman who is like kind of judging what you're doing, right? Yeah. And this, and I told a joke, and then this girl was like, "Oh, it was really funny until you did that rape joke." And I was like, "What rape joke?" I'm like, "I'm at a seniors yeah. complex in Vegreville. I didn't." What was what the joke? Uh, I used to do a joke about like my wife being at the island or Vancouver Island, and then some guy grabbed her, and I didn't, you know, like I didn't go rescue her. Or oh like yeah, I know that. Yeah, I remember that joke. Yeah. Yeah. So she thought about, that was like, rapey. Yeah, she's like, oh, you did, and I was like, well, uh, how is it a rape joke? Like, and then she, he, she was like, well, I mean, obviously the person who grabbed your wife at the beach raped her, and I was like, well, that's a big or, conclusion like, to come well, to. Or maybe he murdered, or maybe he just murdered. Yeah, her. maybe. Like, come on, let's not jump right yeah, to rape. Yeah, let's not go right. She to could the, have been murdered. Don't jump to hypothetical conclusions. Yeah. So yeah, but it, and that stuck with me, and then I didn't do Can't it. Can't do it anymore. Yeah, and so it's like three or four years later, and even yeah. though it was like the dumbest take that she could have had. Yeah. I still was like, I guess I better not do that anymore. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird how that can happen. Yeah, it'll it it just like sticks in your head, and or if or yeah, if anybody has a negative thing to say about any of your jokes, it kind of will always be in the back of your head now, forever. Whenever you're, well, for me at least, and obviously for you, I don't know if it's like that for every comic, but yeah, if if if. Like, I even had that one woman come up to me. When I, I used to do rape jokes, huh? Because it was like, I don't know. Hey, it was 2019. And I, but <laughs> do what you got to do. Not 19. <laughs> it was 2009. <laughs> oh, okay. But no, I was like, uh, uh, a girl came up to me after and she, Eugene, he just jumped on the table and stole his ball. Oh, my God. <sighs> He's too smart for his own good. But she came up to me after the show and she's like, you can't tell jokes about rape. I was raped and you can never tell jokes about rape. And I literally was like, I was raped and this is how I deal with it. Like, you can't tell other women what they can talk about just because, like, you don't agree with how they talk about it. Like, I would never come up. What did she say to that? She just was like, oh, I didn't realize. But, like, it's it's traumatizing. I'm like, yeah, I know. (laughs) 
Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, and I think I even was talking to her for a little bit. And I was like, if you can't, like, like, you've got to, I'm not, I don't think I said you have to get over it. But it was just like, you can't let little things, tr- like, affect and trigger you. Because that was way before triggering was even a word. And she mm-hmm. clearly got triggered by it. Yeah. But I don't know. My my whole thing is like you've got to work towards not being triggered by your traumas. But there's so many people nowadays that it's just like here are my traumas. I don't want to work on it. I don't want to resolve it, and I don't want you to bring it up. Yeah. Eugene, you're do really not, ruining the, all of this. Do not re-tra- <laughs> do not re-traumatize me. Yeah. So like you're a re-traumatizer, right? Like I don't yeah. really like getting put in that. Like you re-traumatize me. Yeah. You're like a you're like a one quarter rapist. Yeah. Like that's like you're blaming like, I me. No, I didn't do what. I still always feel it's like that you're way. you're a little bit like a percentage of a rapist. Yeah. If, if you trigger somebody, then you're like, you're 8% rapist. Yeah, that's bullshit. Like, don't do that to people. Like, don't... I'm still zero. I'm still, I shouldn't, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I offended you, but I'm still 0% a rapist. How do we, like, get people to get over their traumas? Like, because literally it's like. We bring them like... out here and let crows just scream yeah. at them. And then they have to throw Eugene a ball. Yeah. Forever. We should, we should, we should have like a. To me, should... that's hell. To throw a ball. Playing fetch with an animal for for eternity is hell. It's terrible. Because they bark. Look at that. They do their little woof, woof, woof. Yeah. Like, throw it. I even bought him an auto fetcher, and he can't figure out how to put the ball in. So I have to get the ball, put it in the fetcher, and it doesn't work. Oh, my God. He's such a brat. I played, uh, what did I do? I played beach volleyball yesterday. In the sand? What else? No, on concrete, on asphalt. (laughs) On loose asphalt. Were you skins or shirts? Oh, always shirts. <laughs> always shirts. I'll be like, yeah, even if I'm on shirt, if there's a shirts and skins scenario, then yeah. I immediately jump to shirts. Yeah. And then I make the skinniest person on, You're going in the, house. the skinniest person uh, take their shirt off. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. never on skins, ever. Because now we're not having any, I'm not having any fun. <laughs> I want to have fun playing basketball, and now I'm skins. Where did you play beach volleyball in Edmonton? It was in Leduc, uh, near my sister's house. Wait, where's and the beach like in Leduc? My, well, they just have like a V, they just have like uh, their own little park where they have like seven or eight beach Oh, like it's one of those communities up. where they have like... All, they're so much, they're rich. They yeah. don't need to be like, oh, we have natural sand. They're like, we'll bring it in and pay a million. Yeah. So yeah, it was just like out there and it's, yeah, it, it is a fun game to play, but I, it's just like I'm diving, you know, what am I, I'm diving again. Oh, you were getting really into oh, it. Oh, I was getting into it. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't really... I don't play sports where, like, I'm not good at sports, but I don't play sports where I'm like, oh, that's a little out of my reach. Ah, well. Yeah. Like, I'm always going to be like, fucking get it. Like, I'm always going to jump. Yeah. You know? Volleyball is not, like, it looks easy, but it's not easy. No, because kids are bad at it, too. So I was on a team with, like, children, and they were oh, like, no. oh, I, I'm in the middle. And it's like, yeah, that's a great idea to have you in the fucking middle. <laughs> did you act, Did you, were you nice, or did you truly treat no, them like adults? No, I was like, get out of the way. Yeah. You're on the side. You're on the side. Yeah. And then they would like, then the, somebody would be serving and they'd all be by the net. And I'm like, what are you doing up by the net? If it comes to that area, guess what it hits? The fucking net. And then you don't have to worry about it. Get back here and prepare to fucking get a serve in. You know? <laughs> and they're like, I'm going to go up here. Like, what are you doing? This is why I'm like, I don't know how you coach children. I would get too frustrated. The ones who are just naturally good at it. You're like, attaboy, Phil, yeah, yeah, attaboy. Yeah. You're doing a lot of attaboys to the ones who get it. <laughs> The ones that are like slow, you're like, holy shit, this kid's killing us. This kid's fucking killing us. And then, oh, it's his turn to serve. Oh, oh my boy, God. oh boy, oh, oh my God. it's his turn to serve. Yeah, call, chalk that up to a loss of serve. 
right into the net. Momentum killer. <laughs> but yeah, my kids were not good at it. That's good. I don't think that, like, I really don't think it's healthy to, like, let your kids win. Like, I don't, I don't think it's healthy to, like, let your, like, always let them win. Maybe once in a while, like, let them. But, like, I remember, my brother used to have temper tantrums when he, like, we, we have one of those tabletop hockey things. Remember those things? Oh, yeah. And, like, my uncle was playing uh, it once, and he was, like, not letting my brother win. Like, he was like, no, like, uh, you're actually going to learn how to play this game. And my That's brother smart. kept losing and kept losing. And he, like, was literally, like, lying on the ground, vibrating and screaming. He was so mad. But it's like, you can't just let your kid no. win every time. No, because then they get away with like, oh, he's just ultra competitive. Like, yeah. well, that's asshole. That's yeah, an he's asshole an asshole. Is. Somebody who can't control their emotions. You've raised and, an asshole. Yeah, like with my kids, I can't even like pretend they won because they're so bad. <laughs> like, so in volleyball, if they, I'd have to be like, oh, you hit it under the net. Um, point to you. <laughs> Good job. And then they'd be like, do I get a point for putting it under? I thought it was just over. And then I'd be like, no, it's over or under. <laughs> That's a point in volleyball. Like, I would have to go to those lengths to yeah, make yeah, feel yeah. like winners. So they're growing up right. Yeah, they're, they're understanding they're so that they're losers. They're so bad that they can't afford to yeah. be competitive. Because that's the thing, too, is, like, if you're really bad at sports, you can't afford to be, like, ultra-competitive because you're always losing. So yeah. it's always depressing and sad. Yeah. I didn't mean know? to call your kids losers. <laughs> no, they're losers. They're going to be as bad at sports as I am at, uh, like, open mic comedy. <laughs> you're really good at open mic comedy. What are you talking no, about? I'm pretty bad at it. Oh, my God. When I go to those, it's bad. I, I can't no, it's go not. On a, I you, can't go on You a did show. that show at Mercer, which was very odd when I came, because I just came in. To hang oh, out, yeah, you walked in, and I didn't realize you had to walk behind the show. And I was out show. of material. I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what to, else to say. And I was like, quietly trying. So I'm like, oh, I don't, can't think of a joke to tell. McGee is <laughs> Kathleen McGee is here. So oh, weird. look at that! And you're like, I'm just trying to fucking <laughs> live my life. And then you walked in front, and then I yelled at you or something. Yeah, I walked. Well, because I was trying to walk around, but then you shouted me out. So I'm like, fine, I'm just gonna no, walk no, right no, across. Walk right in front. <laughs> I'm gonna walk right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. You I were doing great you, on that show. You were a Catholic or something. Yeah, you oh, called yeah. me a Catholic. That was really Catholics. funny. Fucking Catholics. Yeah, no, that was really funny. It's nice to be able to just shit on all Catholics now. You know what was interesting? I was at my uncle's house this afternoon because uh, we're planning my aunt's memorial. And I, my cousin was there. Oh, I there. didn't know your aunt had passed well, away. Well, last summer she passed oh, away. Oh, okay, yeah. And now we're finally able to, like, have something. Mm. And um, so we were just, like, because my cousin and I are doing the eulogy and stuff. And uh, But we were talking about it because one of my aunts... We're going to get her to do the reading, and but she's very Catholic, so like, we'll let her pick the reading because like, she'll like doing that because she's like very religious. And But everyone else there was like, yeah, no, I, I was Catholic at one time, but not anymore. <laughs> like, everybody. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. That's a nice thing. It's a nice thing to see happening. That is weird, too, when you think of, like, I never thought about that, but all these delayed memorials. That's a weird yeah. little business. And it's like, because it's different it's like, than a wedding, because it's yeah. like, it's, because weddings are like happy occasions, but now you've got to relive this. And you're usually like kind of in shock. Yeah. Like in a state of like shocky, weird, sort of like, oh, when it's over, you're like, oh, wow, we had a funeral. I almost forgot I have a I little bit of closure, or, though. That's what a funeral yeah. gives you, a little bit of closure. Yeah, but now it's like a delay and yeah. now a memorial. And now I have to bring it up again. Yeah. And remember that they're Go gone. all of it. And, and now like, have a, like... Yeah, but it, I don't know. It was it was very nice to hear uh, people in my family say, well, we're not really Catholic anymore. <laughs> we dropped it. It's kind of like, I, I, I just wonder what's going to ha be happening. Because I think a lot of, like most normal people would eventually be like, well, 
I don't really want to support rape and baby murder. Unless it's uh, abortion, like abortions they don't want to happen, but it's okay. Yeah. I know we've talked about this a million times, but I still like, it, it still is crazy. Like I even started talking about one of my shows. I'm like, it's a, not a good time to be religious, is it? <laughs> like it's a pretty bad time. And half the crowd was like, yeah. And half the crowd was like, I, I, I still like Jesus. Yeah. He never did nothing. <laughs> he never did nothing to me. Yeah. You're exactly right. He never did anything. Mm-hmm. All of the things you think he did. Yeah. Probably didn't happen. Isn't that know. sad? It is. That's unfortunate. <laughs> That's so Most sad. of the things you think he did, he didn't do. <laughs> Just like everybody else's life, it's embellished. <laughs> I started watching because... Like, the... you think he flipped over tables and shit? Like, oh, he hated bankers and he flipped over the tables. <laughs> no, he didn't. He probably just went in there, stubbed his fucking toe and said, fuck. <laughs> they thought they were talking... Like, are you talking to me? Like, some rich vendors. And then Jesus was like, oh, no, I wasn't talking to you. And that was it. But, like, the memory of it is, like, he flipped over tables because he hated rich people and... You know, he probably didn't do any of that. He probably didn't do any of that. He probably was, he probably had like a, he was probably a procrastinator. He probably didn't even get crucified. He probably just like fucking tripped on an electric yeah. fence and died. <laughs> <laughs> like some stupid embarrassing. But he was, when, yeah, when he like, was getting electrocuted, he was like, oh. Yeah, no, he's, he, it was wet and he wasn't wearing any rain boots. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and then he tripped and fell into an electric fence and he was like, what the, and then just, was, and then, but then, you know, that would look dumb on a fucking, the end of a necklace. <laughs> Just a buzzy Christ. <laughs> buzzy Christ. A couple of thunderbolts through him. He, he fell into that electric fence for our sins. <laughs> I uh, started, I started, we got to, okay, talk for a second. I've got to put my dog in the house. He's driving me crazy. Okay. One second. Just talk, talk whatever Eugene's you want to talk about. getting too crazy, you know? He's getting too much. Come on. Oh my God, Eugene. Well, Kathleen's taking Eugene. Eugene smells a rat here though. Come on. Eugene is not going. Oh, wait a minute. He's coming. Oh, yeah. There you go. But don't you, haven't you just created a different problem? Like, isn't he going to be going crazy at the door? Now he knows. Oh, he's smart. He is too smart. That's my problem. He's too smart. So we should go and play, like, beach volleyball. Me? Yeah. Well, beach volleyball is Isn't it hard? Like, I feel like I would rather play on a court than a sand. Sand just makes you tired. Sand is, you can dive though. It's I so guess fun so. to dive like a kid. At least, and it's nice white sand. It's not like gritty playground yeah, and sand it's all from in the your 80s. Pussy after two, I'm sure it would be. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't play beach volleyball wet, ladies. It's probably, like, I was probably stuck to your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, my wife will lick it off. Do you remember, like, joke. playgrounds nowadays are crazy. Like, I remember the playground across the street from my house when I was a kid. It was like a death trap, it was like wooden spikes everywhere and like i used to get a million slivers and stuff and now they've redone that park and it's like rubber ground and like and like the most luxurious i'm just like remember those slides they used to have those giant metal slides and you'd climb up like 20 feet and just go down and hope you didn't fall off and die when i was a kid it was not uh, it, it, it was it was it was something that would happen fairly frequently where you would go to a park and somebody would be laying unconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you'd be like, "Uh oh," and then they'd get up. Huh? I fell off the. I must have fallen off the metal elephant. <laughs> like they would like at the park I had when I was a kid. It was called Dick Major Park. Dick Major Park. Yeah. Oh my God, that's a, a is that was that park. in Fort Saskatchewan? It was in Fort Saskatchewan. What, what happened to Dick Major Park? Is it closed? It's still there. Oh, but it's all been turned into 
pussified, liberal fucking rubber pellets. What was wrong with Dick Major? Was he a, a racist? Um, he probably saved white people from an attack. Um, that's usually usually the Fort Saskatchewan white heroes. That's what happened. <laughs> they saved. There was um, the First Nations people were coming, and a brave white warrior <laughs> warned everybody. Oh my God! And then we name a school after them because <laughs> that could have gotten ugly. But yeah, like our uh, Dick Major white hero. Um, I don't even know what his deal is, Dick Major. But, I'm going to Google him while you're telling this story. But there was a rocket ship the size of your house, and it was, like, made of metal, and you could climb up it. I remember those, yep. And it was just a giant metal rocket ship, and if you fell off the top, you would hit, like, nine metal rungs on the way down and be laid unconscious. And it would happen all the time. Like, I would, maybe twice or three times a year, I would walk to the park, and there would be some, a child unconscious there. And we would be like, are you okay? And try to wake him up. And they'd be like, oh, I fell off the fucking rocket. I'm surprised, like, not more of my friends died at the playground. Because, like, they used to be, like, really, really dangerous. I know. Like, could you imagine, like, the moms that write mom blogs putting their children on 80s playgrounds? Like, 80s playgrounds were terrifying. And we hear about all child death now, right? A child dies of anything. We hear about it, and then it's outlawed tomorrow. Back then, there were a lot of, like, sort of just quietly hushed funerals of children that we we they were well we didn't hear about every which way a child died when we were growing up otherwise everything would have been outlawed i never had one of my child friends die no did you have a i had like when i was in junior high Hmm. a classmate got killed in a car crash that was like my first young person death with death my first brush with death yeah i don't know i don't think i had any childhood friends die yeah i can't guess i didn't really yeah and we didn't we were allowed to go anywhere and none of them died we were allowed to go out and like my mom just had this bell and when she rang the bell we had to come home because you could hear it throughout the entire neighborhood she did that yeah she had like a -a ding-a-ling bell like this like a school bell wow it worked got us home that's insane why you were summoned by a fucking bell well people summon their kids with text messages now I know, but that, that's different than... Like, what is that? Is that weird? Yeah, it is weird. Wow. Because it's like you're being I thought summoned that was to normal. like fucking redneck church or something. <laughs> and did your was, mom, was your mom a good cook? Did she make good meals? Yeah, she was decent. Now that I've been around an actual chef, I'm like, oh God, my mom had no... My mom didn't season... Like, she's a white woman. She didn't season anything. Yeah. And like, and then now I'm like, ooh, salt and pepper. Let's spice it up with some pepper. Like, I'm getting yeah. better at seasoning. Well, you would definitely be getting better at seasoning. Yeah. Watching him, like, what is he? Why is he yeah, rubbing like lime herb. into a chicken's face? <laughs> yeah. I know it's so sad. Adam's not here, not because we miss him, because he's not cooking. No, we miss. I him. know, and I'm hungry. And we're hungry. Like I came here hungry, and I'm like, <laughs> God damn it, would some of that food be good? Because that was a crazy. Like that's the thing about being a chef. Like you can impress people all the time. Oh it's yeah, such a great skill to have. And he loves doing it. As well, he tells me he loves doing it. I don't know. Maybe he hates. I think he every does because he does it right. He like he, he yeah. He doesn't mind at all. Because if it's your job, um, you know, if you're a comedian, you're not. You don't get off and be like, oh, I hate making people laugh. You, you still like making people laugh. Yeah, I like you, making people but laugh. But you yeah. wouldn't want to make them laugh with the jokes you tell on stage. You want to make them laugh with something else. It's the same yeah. thing for a chef. Like, he loves to cook, but he's not making the shit he makes up at the restaurant. For those, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diamond in their ass. Diamond workers. in their ass. <laughs> Isn't that where he works? Like yeah, he works at a diamond mine. mine. And everybody's trying to steal diamonds. You're in not their allowed asshole. to steal. I think that they have they do butt searches sometimes. They must. They have to. Yeah. They found, like, a 25 carat diamond, like a gigantic, like, fucking. Wow. And that's, I don't know how much it's worth, but that's crazy. God damn it. 
That's yeah. why it's so hard to work for people like that. I need to work somewhere where like the revenue that my employer makes is shielded from my eyes. Yeah, so you don't. Where know. I don't know that they're a zillionaire and they're trying to go to space or whatever. Like, there's I don't nothing need to know worse that. than working for a zillion. Like, they don't work for minimum wage, but if you work at it for a person that's making a lot of money and you're making minimum wage, it's awful. If you're working at a diamond mine or a gold mine or something, and you find a giant diamond and you have to give it to them, and you're like, if I could just fucking. Get out of here with this. I'm just going to run. I would be set for my life. It's like finding, it's like, oh, your job is to find uh, winning fucking scratch and win tickets. Yeah. And you're just digging through dirt and you find all these winning scratch and win tickets. And you're like, I'd really love to just get the fuck out of here with these scratch and win tickets. <laughs> Rather than hand them over to somebody that who's going like to go a, and fucking barcode them at Sev. That is a lot of, like, they've got to have some major, major security. Like, they've got to yeah, have. Yeah, they've got to. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know how it works, but, like, there's no way you could find a diamond and just be whatever. like, one for you, one for me. Because one, for, I'm sure they body, I'm sure something there's like that got it, of course. Yeah, otherwise there'd be no mining. But how did they do it back in the day? They must have just slid asses open like during the gold rush and stuff they didn't have fucking scanning equipment back then well i don't think they had mines that i think they were all prospectors they probably were like for themselves you don't leave till you shit (laughs) let's check we gotta check jimmy Jimmy, you're the you're the guy who goes into that hole and mines diamonds out of the dirt ricky your friend he sifts through shit of people that are getting off imagine having to be this shit sifter you'd have to be the shit sifter on a mine site of course that job existed how else could you it would be like, okay, you're off at six, but you can't leave until you've shit. You have to take a giant human shit into that bucket, and then Ricky goes through it. He pans for diamonds out of your shit. I'm a, I was a, I was a, I worked in the gold panning. Uh, I won't get into the details of how I made my money specifically, but let's just say I handled human shit. <laughs> that would be such a horrifying job. I pan for gold. In the shit of my fellow employees. That would be such a horrifying job. And then I ate lunch with them in the trailer, and I was like, you gotta be kidding me, you're eating that. I'm the guy who has to sift through your fucking shit tonight. Please don't eat curry. Don't eat curry today, Rick. Wait till my day off, please. I'm the poor schmuck that has to sift your shit for gold. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, because that was the only way they could figure it out, right? But... Uh, yeah, that's a horrifying thought. I, we gotta Google that when this is over. Well, I googled out. Dick Sargent. Or oh, Dick Major. Dick Major. Dick Sargent yeah. is somebody too. I think. Like we have a lot of white heroes in Fort Saskatchewan. That really, Fort yeah. Saskatchewan, the <laughs> the most diverse community in Alberta. <laughs> yeah, you know that place where if there's a referendum on, hey, should we make the pool eight lanes? Fuck you, you liberal cocksucking communist. <laughs> What's wrong with seven lanes? When I grew up, there was only five. These fucking liberal pricks. Oh, my God. If it was up to them, we'd have fucking ten lanes down at that pool. So, yeah, every time Fort Saskatchewan has a referendum on improving, like, something in the public works, it is immediately ass shit. Like, new pool. Two, like, two rinks at the facility. No! Like, everything's no. No! Maybe Sherrod will pay for it. Like, so everything's got to be, like, Sherrod or Dow or Shell. Because citizens are like, eat my ass, I'm paying for that. Not my fucking property tax. (laughs) And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I guess we got to call this new lane at the pool pool the Dow Lane. Can we just call it Lane 8? No, it's the Dow Lane. The Dow Lane. And then you're next to the Sherrit Lane and the Shell Lane. Everything's named after these massive oil and gas companies. (laughs) These giant white heroes. Okay, speaking of white heroes. What Listen to this. So Dick Major, and it's spelled, I thought it was spelled like Major, M-A-J-O-R, but it's M-A-G-E-R. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that, too. Staff at the Fort Saskatchewan Heritage Precinct have some, oh, fuck. Where did it go? 
oh, have some war stories to tell this summer. Oh. <laughs> Dick Major immigrated to Canada from London with his family when he was a teenager. Decades later, he was elected mayor of Fort Saskatchewan, Brave. holding office from 1943 until 1950. Long before he entered politics, he served in the Canadian Overseas Expedition. Okay. Force. Yeah, something. Putting his mechanical skills to use as a sapper in the engineer corps. What is a sapper? It's like edge work. It's like edging. Um, oh, yeah, it it's says porn. It's, it's a porn term. <laughs> <laughs> it's he, he's like a fluffer, but the opposite. Like he cleans yeah. off the penis afterwards yeah. and make sure <laughs> make sure it's nice and soft and, and empty. Exactly. His job during the war was to do things like build bridges, construct structures, or lay and dismantle minefields. Hmm. I mean, he doesn't seem like that exciting. Sappers were the ones that had well, to go other out. Well, than the laying minefields part, yeah. <laughs> Sappers were the ones that had to go <laughs> out and essentially locate and dismantle each individual bomb. Okay, so that actually is a hard job. That would be fucking hard. In World Old War II. school You're mine. not going to be wearing a bomb oh, suit. Oh, my God. That's actually good for you, Dick Major. That is Thank crazy. you for your service. Okay. Thanks for your rocket ship <laughs> metal <laughs> fucking kid killer. <laughs> We never died, though. You're right. It was just brain injuries, I think, is what it is. We're right. not going to find out until all of us are in, like, like I think we're not going to know until, like, millennials are 80. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow, a lot of these people don't have dementia. Because <laughs> they hit their head so many times. Because they didn't hit their head as much as we did. On metal park yeah. equipment. <laughs> so we were like, boing, bong, bing. Like, our childhood oh was God. all boing, doing. They had so much stuff that spun so fast, too. Like, now the little, uh, mm. their merry-go-rounds are very, you can't get it going that fast. But do you no. remember those metal? Oh, like, you used to fly oh, off them. Kids used to puke all over the place after that. We had a tire swing at our elementary we should school. slow that down. And then one lady was like, we should slow that down. Yeah. Slow it down. Yeah, well, that's, what's the Speed fun in slowing it, it down? Things get faster. This is progress. That's the thing. Everything in our lives have gotten faster and fucking yeah. cooler. And then parks are lamer. Going the other way. They're softer. It's like softer and slower. Yeah. And like, who the fuck goes to these places? Yeah, now? why aren't we shooting kids into the sky? The yet? only people that go to like parks now are teenagers to get high. Well, that That's was what kind we've of created. I, like, you, I mean, teenagers, got, we had these wooden boxes stacked on top of each other and they always. Smelled like did you, pee like, and did you ever have like a sexual experience at a park? Like when I was a kid? <laughs> no, just like in your life. Were you ever like on a swing eating pussy or something? Um, I was never on a swing eating pussy, <laughs> but I, I think I might have. You ever had your pussy eaten on a swing at a park? Um, I probably did something in a park at one time. Really? Oh, I've done stuff on beaches. Oh, beaches, parks, yeah. The pier at Toronto Beach. Yeah. <laughs> the pier at Toronto. <laughs> That was a great night. <laughs> that was a fun morning. Oh, that was a really what? fun. What? Really morning. Funny <laughs> don't worry, it was all protected, fully protected. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm trying. To, have I ever done something at a park? I, I think I'd feel too weird because I know that kids would be playing yeah, on it at some point. And I have and a little bit of respect for kids. <laughs> but, yeah. But like, I just remember, Dad, like, Dad, these monkey bars smell like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know what fucking pussy smells like? <laughs> I'm six. You shouldn't know what the fuck. We, Anyways, we who has been boxes, who's been rubbing their pussy on these <laughs> monkey bars at my kids' park? And now they don't even have monkey bars anymore. No, I, my friend broke her hymen on. Uh, she busted her what? when she was a kid. With what? Yeah, she fell on it and went between her crotch. Like she fell down like a few stories and went. Ooh, Ouch! Break. And she just was bleeding out of her vagina. That's a weird way to leave. And she was virginity. like in like. 
<laughs> yeah, she was like, <laughs> she was like in the fourth grade. She lost her virginity to monkey bars. <laughs> when she was in grade four. Ouch, my hymen. Like, we didn't even know well. what a hymen was. But did she know after? Was she yeah, like, she's, she came back and she's like, the doctor said I broke my hymen. <laughs> and you're like, what's a what's hymen? A hymen? <laughs> Do I have a hymen? Yes, Kathleen, you'll have one for quite a few more years. Yeah, <laughs> Kathleen, Kathleen, you might need that excuse when you're 25. Oh, my hymen? Um, uh, yes, I'm I lost virgin. it in World War II. I two. lost <laughs> it in grade four at the monkey bars. Just like my friend Katie did. Looks like this one was dick. <laughs> oh my god. No, oh my that's god, weird. My god. Why do the monkey bars smell like puss, Dad? Why do girls have to have something happen when they lose their why can't guys like something like their dick falls off a little bit or something? <laughs> a little bit. Like why do we have to or bleed? Or bleeding or bleed, yeah, or just to yeah, bleed. Yeah, why can't you guys something? bleed once bleed. in a while? Why do we always have to bleed? Why do we bleed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just do it on the battlefield to fucking protect your freedoms, bitch. <laughs> that's where we bleed. On the fucking fields. Yeah, you coward. In Normandy. <laughs> you bleed out of your pussies in the comfort of your goddamn jacuzzi. <laughs> we were in the mud, woman. The mud. <laughs> the blood ran. Oh, my God. <laughs> the blood I ran. I don't know if this joke makes any sense, but oh it seems fun. It's a, well, and yeah. girls are like, how can we always bleed? And then you just show them a picture of D-Day. Like, there you go, you fucking oh bitch. Oh, my God. I don't see any girls out there. We weren't allowed. You guys didn't allow us you to go. Have come. They all wanted to I'm go. I'm just kidding. Of course you would have. There would have been so many fucking. Imagine how tough those chicks would have well, been. Like been World War Two chicks. Crazy bitches out there. Like, well, they just... took over all industry, right? They built yeah. cars. They basically. We came back, half of us. Yeah. And then uh, the girls were <laughs> like, "Yeah, by the way, nothing slowed down. We continued to build everything." That's the, that's you the thing too. Losers. Is like it is like. And that we lost a lot of power then, I think, because we came back as returning war heroes. Yeah. We're like, and I get my job back at GM. Out of my way, woman. And the girls are like, don't worry. We got every- By the way, you fucked up all the rivets on those before yeah, you left. Productivity has gone up. Quality We're making has gone more. Up. It's better. Yeah. There's a lot of infighting, obviously. But <laughs> there's a lot of infighting. I've, I've said that before, like, where I, I'm like, I don't think I, I've never wanted, like, women to rule the world. Like, I just want us to have a, this neighborhood is driving me it's low income i just so i but i've never wanted to uh have women rule the world i just because i've played board games with women and it's awful yeah because they always have different rules it's very ruly yeah well and they well that's not the rules we play at the cabin (laughs) guys don't have enough rules and girls have too many too many that's what i find guys don't have it's like guys need more rules and girls need less yeah that's and that's true. why we get together and it's like, hey, why don't you get less rules and I'll get more? And wow, we're fucking merging our rule world. <laughs> and now we've got the perfect number of rules. Oh, so is that what you're saying? Heterosexual is the only way to go? <laughs> oh, my Heterosexual God. love is the only kind Maggie. of love? <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I just came off a really good point where I said guys bled on the fucking battlefield. We didn't have fucking, we didn't have tampons on our hearts. <laughs> There was a comic this weekend, I think his name is Adrian, and he has this joke about, like, how he loves that his roommate has a girlfriend because it's like having another mom, and she makes me mac and cheese and does my laundry. And then in the next joke, he talks about, I'm going to teach you all about feminism. And I'm like, I don't think he understands how funny that is because it just sounds so weird, like, going from this woman cooks and cleans for me, and then now here's a joke about feminism. (laughs) She makes curries, and I don't even have to eat her pussy. Sunday night's show was very odd. Like, the crowd was just, like... 
I think everybody was tired. I think the smoke had gotten to everybody, like, and I was tired. Don't make excuses for your fucking weak performance. It was weak. I was exhausted. <laughs> I was exhausted when I got off stage because it was just like you Sunday had to have all tired, your energy. Yeah. You had to have all your yeah. energy, and like, Leo uh, Langford was that's his last name, right? So he went up. At, he was middling, and he was doing really great all weekend. And then they just were not loud laughers so kind of like nothing was like getting a really great reaction like actually mm -hmm. one of his jokes were he talks about freeing birds this lady and there was no laughs but this lady goes aww <laughs> it was so weird but then like close to the end of his set he was like uh guys I'm losing steam <laughs> it was the funniest thing I died yes. I died I eventually I was up there I'm like yeah I, I get it I'm losing steam too these guys are exhausting yeah it's a, it's a weird sort of confluence of events because you're the lowest energy you've been all week yeah it was a long week the crowd's the lowest energy they've been all week yeah everybody's a little and then it requires you to give more energy and you're yeah. like i don't have it i don't have the energy you guys gotta you give want. it to me and they're like i don't have it either it's why yeah. don't we meet in the middle and have no energy and no laughs and no fun and deal said the comedian deal <laughs> let's, let's just have a super <laughs> mediocre time yeah like better already... than sitting in your house it is. I already got paid. I didn't really. That's <laughs> the money was in my account. The money's in your account. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I've already right. taken the picture of your check and deposited it yeah. because you needed it instantaneously. <laughs> I had to pay some bills. <laughs> Sorry, it's taken so long, creditors. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never catch me. I'm Kathleen McGee. Never. <laughs> Do you watch Big Brother? No. I kind of so I started walk. It started again, like the new season in America started. Mm -hmm. But I started watching it because. Natasha told me, do you know Cedric Newman? Yeah. His son won Big Brother Canada. Holy shit, I That's didn't That's his that. son. And so I started, I watched the whole season, like, I just streamed it over the last, like, week or so. And uh, every time I watch that show, I'm like, I would love to do that show. And then I'm like, I don't want to do that show because then everybody knows who you are. And, mm -hmm. like, they see everything. I just, like, it, it's creepy. I feel like in some ways it might be a very, very cool experience, but... Uh, yeah, you're not. You're I don't so, think it's worth it. You're so not in control of how you're portrayed, right? No, and something like that. Well, like, maybe so that one a little bit more though, because they have live feed. So people that really like the show will watch everything in the house. Like they have the 24 yeah. hour. So, but you, that's insane too. Being it watched. is. Like, that's the thing. Four fucking hours. That's the what thing. About, well, like, where do you, do you have any privacy in the bathroom? I don't know. It's just the bathroom. I think right? they have a. Don't they have like? Oh no, maybe the toilet it doesn't have. I thought maybe it was in a room. Because if I was on Big Brother, they'd be like. We need to get Sean out of the fucking bathroom again. <laughs> Sean, we are we had this arranged at yeah, 3 p.m. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, I would be the guy in the bathroom all the time. Is there like, just one bathroom? The bathroom? Is there just one bathroom? Because I get so like uh, paranoid about pooping around other people. Like, I don't like doing it. I Imagine, don't. They must have. Whenever it, like, I poop, Adam's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Stop! Everybody poops, okay? Everybody like, relax." Everybody poops. <laughs> so I get so embarrassed by and, it. Yeah, it's why. weird when people try to like cut the scent with like yeah you know like and then you flowery shit yeah and, and then like, you start hating that well, febreze smell musty sickness yeah now it smells now, like febreze and shit and sickening yeah you'd be better off like spraying more shit smell yeah <laughs> like actual more odor oh fuck because then people would be like oh that reeks like shit but at least it's just shit it's not like fucking lilac and yeah lilac and poo curry. it doesn't yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i don't uh, yeah i don't know if like yeah Every every time I watch, I'm like, this would be fun to do, and then I just start thinking about it. I'm like, no, nah, this sounds like a nightmare. Like, I think the problem and you don't get enough, 
you don't get enough to do it. No, and I'm a, I'm a home shitter. Like I'll never, even if I'm like sitting in shit. Yeah. If I'm at somebody's house and they're like, you need to use the bathroom. I'm like, nope, not right now. No, I'm good. I'm just sitting in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wait till I get home. Because I like to shit free as a bird. I, I've, I adopted one thing from working with Andrew Iwanek on the road is that um, if you're sharing a hotel room, it's a you no pool lobby, room, you right? shit in the lobby. Yeah, that's fair. And that's such a great rule. Unless you're disabled and on the third floor, because that's unfair. To they be don't like, put hey, disabled people on the third floor. Most of the disabled rooms are on the main floor. Hmm, okay. Well, Most, that's fair. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're right. That is a good policy to be like, if you're going to take a giant shit, you've got to just yeah. go to the lobby bathroom. Yeah, go to the lobby. Like, you got to risk it. Yeah. You lose a little privacy. Yeah. But you're in, you're out. You know and what then I mean? your hotel like, room doesn't smell like your shit. If I go into a public bathroom and somebody's in there, then it's not my time to be in there. Yeah. Right? I'm not going in there and using it at the same time as another human being. <laughs> I'm waiting until they're done. Their time has passed. Yeah. I look around. Anybody else coming? Okay, now I'm going to go in there and freely shit. And hope to leave before anybody else. That's the is worst. Coming, right? Is when you have to poop, but then someone and then comes you do, in and, and they come in and you're no, like, oh. or, we, or you're just about to, and then someone comes in. And you're like, okay, now I gotta hold it, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh my god, I'm get out! And then now. they're always taking forever. And then yeah. if they start shitting, then you're like, okay, well I'm gonna shit too. But if they don't, yeah, it's weird the people that can just freedom shit in there. Uh, this is why, like, there. so the, there was a problem with the bathroom at the comic strip this weekend. So the um, they had the to close bathroom? it. No, the women's bathroom. Oh, it was like flooding. And so they had to close the bathroom. So like all the women had to use the handicapped bathroom and they were oh, all no. standing in line and they were all getting pissed. And, and Natasha did a guest spot and she was just like, well, just get in line, bitches. Just relax. Stand in line and wait your turn and pee fast. Like, I and I'm like, like freedom. Yeah. Freedom's lineup. But uh, <laughs> exactly. But this is where I'm like, make all bathrooms Unisex, make them. Fuck it. I don't make care them anymore. All men, I think that'd be fun, and then let women go home. That'd be kind of like <laughs> the patriarchy has lost so much. Oh, shut the Can fuck we up! Fucking have this. All public restrooms, male only. Or girls, so, or just troughs. So we have to pee in the trough too. Yeah, trough it up. <laughs> trough Enjoy it up. yourselves at that fucking trough where everybody's like, "Oh, I'm comparing pussies." You should make them unisex, but only have urinals. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, gender. I'm. Yeah, gender neutral is totally. Yeah, I, mean, I would much only, rather. It, it only sucks for girls that have to smell worse shit. Now. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Is like you're gonna smell some awful man dumps, but yeah. I. I mean, like I think. So it's one of those things like you celebrate until you get in there after a guy's shit, and then you're like, this celebration is. Yeah. Ugh. Well, and I was like, and one of the women <laughs> the was celebration like, celebration of gender neutrality is kind of gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't like gender neutrality. Right now. I don't like being equal. <laughs> <laughs> equal smelly. Equal's gross. Well, one of the women just yelled out, we should just go in the men's. I'm like, yeah. Like, what is it like with people? Like, it's just like, just go in. Yeah, we're not fucking each other. What are they going to do? Yeah, we're not fucking each other. We can, we can shit in the same place. You know what I mean? Like, I just. But who wants to? No, we don't. I mean, we don't. Men are disgusting. and But also women are too. We don't want you to know how disgusting we are. I have never are. gone to an airport bathroom that was not handicapped. Ever. What do you mean? Like you've never. I always go to the handicapped bathroom. Have you ever had a handicapped person waiting outside for it? Um, no, because usually I'll scream from inside like, <laughs> oh, like a bl- it really does help. So like you just you know because they're standing on there you, you can they're tell, not standing you can tell when a handicapped you person is wheels. waiting on you because you can tell that they're like trying to garner sympathy like oh somebody's in here but I'm in a chair <laughs> like, fucking we're dumb. gonna get killed for this <laughs> and th- th- so what I do is I'll let out some kind like I'll go right to the door when I'm inside and I'll let out some kind of like 
Oh, no! And then whoever's waiting will be like, I'm going to the other one. Because there's always another one, right? Yeah. Like, I'm in gate B. You can just go to fucking gate C and get your... You're in a wheelchair. Get your chair on. <laughs> it's not going to be... You can get there faster than me. So I usually... I'm in there a long time. That's what I do. I smoke <laughs> them out. I wait them out. I'm in there for a fucking hour. Like, so you got to go somewhere else. And then I just slink out. Yeah. When my when it's bordering time. Like the brave man that you just, are. Yeah, like a brave, gorgeous <laughs> hero that I am. Beautiful creature that you are. <laughs> and then I go out and I go right into the lineup to get into the plane. <laughs> but I'm definitely, and but I will say this, I go to like the farthest place away. Yeah. Like if I'm in the airport, I'm going to the least, um, so, like there'll be, there'll be a handicapped bathroom where there aren't a lot of people around. Yeah. Right. It's the farthest wing at the airport. I'm going into that one. Yeah. And I'm staying there for an hour <laughs> until it's boarding time. I don't I just like privacy like that. It's sort of like, you, you know. You shit or you sit on the toilet? You know how people will get like the Air Canada card? Like, oh, I'm a fucking Oh, member. yeah, they I sit in the, lo- the lounge. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need, need the Air Canada bathroom? lounge. I got my handicap lounge. <laughs> I'm in my, I'm in my handicap lounge and I'm fine. Oh, my God. Sean LaCombe's Air Canada handicap lounge. Are Please you... enter and do not escape. Do you I get? Sit there. Do you stand in line before your zone is called, or 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 do you sit and wait? Are you one of those idiots that's like, I'm gonna just stand here because I want to run on this plane because I want to sit did on it say, longer. Oh, did they say three? Yeah, I can't like, stand people wait. that like hover around and then they like just jump. Like I want to be in zone. I'm in zone two, but I'm gonna fucking yeah. Like you know, what are you doing? We're all go- the plane does not leave earlier yeah. from the back. You know I, mean, I mean, in the states, like I heard on Southwest Airlines, it's like first come first serve, so you just seat yourself. Oh, like you don't get a sign. That'd be a weird fight. But they say it works better. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't yeah, mind that either. Like, you're here. Get on. Yeah. Have a seat where you want. Although I'm Excuse always the me, person. I don't sit in the middle. Like, well, none of us do. Yeah. None I think it do. makes people come on time, too. It definitely But would. then I, I bet be middle people... seat fights. Excuse oh. me. I was the, 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 there'd be middle seat fights. A lot of I middle guess, seat yeah. fights. I guess. Yeah. It's only good if there's only two seats. Like if there's, as soon as there's a middle seat, that is like, there's going to be bitch fights every fucking like. Excuse me, I had my jacket there and I had to go poo. <laughs> this is a poo-heavy podcast. Excuse me, but my jacket was there. Like, oh, but, well, ja- oh, I'm sorry, but your jacket, I moved it over here. I moved your jacket to the middle seat. Isn't it funny how jackets are so easy to move? Unlike people like me, you will uh, never fucking get me out of this seat, bitch. I bet you people fight like hell for like an hour and a half flight. Just yeah. the nuts. I hate, I mean, nobody likes the middle seat. Oh. God. Nobody. It's awful. There's nothing good about it. No, there's nothing Not good. Not one like, single. Because you don't own either side. No. You have no ownership. And I there are people. There are nothing. people that say that you get both of those when you're in the middle. I'm like, no, no you, you get nothing. You're yeah, in the you middle. Nothing. You get nothing. Yeah, exactly. That's you should have booked people don't previously. Middle. Like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna book middle because then I get both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Like, imagine nobody someone, dreams oh my that god up. imagine somebody excuse me gentlemen too bad you're in the aisle in the window because i'm fucking loving it down here in the middle <laughs> where i own these fucking things like no oh my god don't. imagine somebody actually doing that like like you know people will book like a window in the middle because they're mm-hmm. together but can you imagine someone just like no i love the middle oh i love middle i'm kind of a middle guy that's a sociopath you only get one of them i get both have you ever arm like do I if someone's trying to wrestle kind of me, I just sit there like fuck. I'm not. It's not worth my no. energy. Depends how long the flight is. If yeah. If we're going to fucking Budapest, I might be like, can I get half of that, Jimmy? Yeah. You know, but if we're just going to Vancouver, I'm not fighting this lunatic. I haven't flown in quite a long time since the I think since the fall. We're gonna f- fly to Kelowna soon. That's right. Yeah. Doing gigantic shows that only <laughs> successful people do. <laughs> 
so we're obviously killing it. Yeah, we are killing it. That's the first time I'll fly, though, since last year, I think. I haven't flown yet this year. Hmm. I used well, to fly all the time. This I mean, we should rate these. So instead of saying, like, this is episode 85, we can just say, like, this is the 38th best one we've done. I bought a... And then people can be like, oh, I'm going to listen to one, two, three, four, you know? I'm well, going to listen to the best. This is number two podcast because it's full of shit. It is full of shit. Oh. The right. number two. It is the number two. Hey, yo. This we is why I get booked. We a lot shit. I bought a... Like it's a... too long already. That's the thing. We're, How long is we're... this one? Oh, this is forever. Uh, An hour and six minutes. Oh, my God. How the God. fuck did we talk this We're time? in overtime now. We don't even do anything. We're going to have to be paid for this one. This was an encore <laughs> that no one asked for. Excuse me, K5 Financial. Could you please K5. sponsor us? <laughs> oh, K4. <laughs> Maybe go get the sponsor right. <laughs> don't forget, we're brought to you by Southern Queen <laughs> and K5. Oh, my God. Southern Queen Edibles and K5 Financial. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Oh yeah, and we have to do like a promo for the podcast. Yes, because members, right? we didn't take it seriously. They needed we Well, we uh, well, it was legit. Well, I said truly that we, we don't know what this podcast children, is about, right? Yeah. I think we made it about like, hey everybody, listen to Dead Baby Bear. What do we talk about? We give financial advice to children. Yeah. And then we did like, yeah. I mean, I thought it was legit. Well, because we truly don't know what this is about. And I think on that episode, we did give financial advice to children. So that was just fresh and in our head. And also, how, what promo is that? Even if you do say, we talk about primarily shit, the Holocaust, and why we can't be rich. Yeah, exactly. And people will be like, I'm not wow, listening to that. What a weird ad. Every time I so promo it, like, on a show, like, I'll say, oh, listen to my podcast. We talk about the Holocaust a lot. I'm like, no one's going to listen now. Yeah, like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Do you make light of it? No, we talk about how serious it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. It's a very serious Holocaust podcast. Oh, good. That sounds fun. <laughs> I'm going to listen. All right, let's see if we won the big spin. Oh, we won a spin win. Which means I get to take it to the store, and then it goes woohoo, and then it goes doo 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 doo, and then a wheel spins, and then we get a prize. We could win up to five hundred thousand dollars on this. Yeah, we're not going. So, I'm not. It's probably ten bucks. It's probably ten bucks. But that's okay. I'll take it. Or that's what I'm going to tell you guys. It was. So should we do? (laughs) Should we do our promo thing now? Well, we'll just just like conclude this. We'll conclude this piece of shit. Uh, and we'll say thank you to Northern Queen for being Thanks, our Northern end Queen of podcast sponsor. For always. all the lollipops. Yeah, those lollipops are fucking. His mother, oh my god. His, his mother likes it. Yes, she comes up to me at the show that you did, mm-hmm. and she comes up to me. And she goes, "Oh, you're my, you're my dealer." And then she goes, "I'm a twenty milligram monster," and I'm like, "Yes, you are." <laughs> She's I'm like, a twenty mg mama. She was hilarious. Oh my god, I just like I want to see more. For boomers sure. get behind the edible and i love train. the fact that they'll be like oh give me one of them little teddies and then eventually they're like give me that fucking entire yeah. bag like yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't take long to work your way up to 20 milligrams no it doesn't so, you know your heart's not going to stop at 20 no at 40 it might feel like it yeah but 20 is this nice ride your mom could watch a documentary and be like that was the be- that's the worst part about like getting into drugs later in life is every book you read every documentary you watch every film you see you're like it was actually the best film i've ever seen in my life <laughs> <laughs> it's like well, you just got into drugs, and it is going to make everything seem better for a while. I watched Cats, and it should have won an award. Most of the things I've seen in the last year were the best I've ever seen in my life. I love seeing boomers get into drugs again. because they it I mean, they, most of them smoked in the 60s, and yeah, probably, and my, I know my dad did acid, like I found well, that out. Well, it's one of those things, you, you're never, you never feel like, oh no, I might regret supporting this. Yeah. Because it's like, what, what's the worst that could happen? There yeah. is no worst case scenario. Like, no. 
You're oh, not gonna... I'm, I'm doing 40 milligrams a day now. The worst Good. case scenario is you eat too much and you barf. That's the worst case scenario. Yeah. That's the worst. Like Even if you develop a bit of a habit, it's still like, well, what? why not? Yeah. You're retired. Yeah. Not? You had you worked hard your yeah. whole life. You deserve to be laughing more. Yeah. 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 So I think why that's not? what we should target. We should get more boomers listening to this podcast and on edibles. That should be our goal for this right. year. We should get a guest who's high, who's old. Let's have Jim's on. mom come on. Jim's mom can come on and explain <laughs> but, to us. But she has to do a 50 milligram candy before uh, she comes on. And then explain history. <laughs> and then talk about history. I'd love to get my dad high and have him on. My dad talks way too much when you get him going. Yeah. It's not, well, it'd probably be bad for the podcast. But <laughs> you guys have a good, rela- you guys have a fun relationship though. Well, it's, it's a, some sort of a relationship. I don't know what it is, but. My, yeah. Uh, yeah. My dad's Buddhist. He likes weird stuff. He's done. I found out he did acid. I don't buy Buddhists anyway. Buddhists are just it. Buddhists are just people that like want to have a religion but don't like religion. Yeah. And because it's like, like the oh, nicest religion. Did that affect you emotionally? It didn't me. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what Buddhists are like when they're all like, oh, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't get too perturbed over things like that. Do you? You silly bitch. <laughs> I'm a Buddhist. Fucking Catholic. My dad Fucking Buddhist. My dad's like, oh, I have a book. I bought, I read this book and then I bought 10 copies. So you can read it and then pass it on to somebody. But it's so good. It's called. It's a cookbook called Dine Comp. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Holocaust reference. Yeah, that's a really bad one. But Dine Comp isn't a bad one. It's not funny though. It isn't funny. But Dying Conf is kind of a funny It cookbook. is kind of funny. Let's Google it and see 100 copies of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we've got, I'm sure that's been done. I think, yeah, that's one thing we have to do in this podcast is stop pretending we invented something. Yeah, we never did. About it. Everything's been invented. Everything's been done. Imagine us doing some coke and then doing this podcast. It would just be a business idea oh, podcast. And then we should do. <laughs> and then we can do. But no. the book, I know we're supposed to close this, but the book is called Breath or Breathe. And it's about how like you can heal yourself by breathing better. And so Adam bought the audiobook because we both don't like reading. Like, right. it's easier. And then you can hear them breathing, so it's easier yeah. to mimic them. <laughs> but it's actually very interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah, it talks about, like, mouth breathers. You should not be a mouth breather. You should be breathing through your nose. All the time? Yeah. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. Really? Never breathe? I mean, I never think about breathing, to be honest do with you. Do you want me to pass the book on to you? Where do I breathe from? Your butt. Ooh. I think I'm a both. Are you a mouth breather? Well, like, you're a, so they talk a lot about sleep apnea because the guy that wrote the book, he's like, I don't have sleep apnea anymore because I train. He taped his mouth shut. Really? And now he learns how to breathe through his nose. And they're supposedly like when why, you're why? before you. I don't remember. I gotta. I, I, we'll talk about it next podcast. Yeah, like I'll I'll have to re-listen to the to the audio. I'll give you the book if you want to take it. I don't read anything. I know. I don't know. But anyway, well, this was fun. Thanks. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for being on it. Yeah, we did. Thanks I mean, this was a pretty good one. Yeah, I got sexist. Like, I was sexist a little bit, I think. A little sexist, a little homophobic, but... You... And then I insulted you a little bit by saying, oh, you're gorgeous and brave and blah, blah, blah. And you were like, well, actually, it's because I'm fucking good at comedy. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know it's because you're good at comedy, but I'm just saying, Vancouver's a bit of a different trip for a white straight male who's 50 and has 93 kids. And is like, oh, the other day, my wife stopped blowing me. What's wrong with these teenagers in Vancouver? <laughs> Can't even get a laugh out of my wife doesn't blow me anymore. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How come these old cheese ball jokes don't work on these children from the West Coast? I'm so sad we don't have a meal waiting for us. Oh my God, that'd be nice. We miss right. you, Adam. Well, thanks for listening. Goodbye, Adam. <laughs> thanks, bye, Adam. <laughs> Think of what you're making us next, you shit-sifting fuck. We love you.